and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how's it going? It's going very well. How about you? I am I am feeling very uh, blessed of God. What's going on in the news today? Well, you know, they're advertising this movie called The Sound of Freedom. And the person that's playing the main character, um, it's, it's a true story. About oh, Jim child huh? Yes, it's, it's child and sex trafficking. And so um, he's the one that's playing the main person. And um, they are saying how it is outperforming even the new movie with uh, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, which is, I'm sure, is a disappointment to them because they really thought that it really is going to bring in a lot of money and it probably will. But this this movie is outperforming all of them and not only that there it's not in a lot of theaters yeah and it's on fewer screens and it's outperforming yes it's out so and so they're asking people to uh uh request that you know those theaters where you live to request it and i think people are doing that as well but it also gives that example that people want to see movies home wholesome christian movies um, instead of what we're seeing on the, in the movie screen now. So it really is outperforming. I, I'm grateful for it. It's blessed. And and the guy that's playing um, the head role, I, what did you say his name was again? Jim Cavitio. Cavitio. He played the Jesus and the passion of the passion of the Christ. He did um, an excellent job. Uh, yeah, he is. He's a committed Christian. And now uh, with this, you know, he's really, this is not, to, he's not just playing the head role. I think this is his movie, right? It, he may have produced it, but the yeah, man- I think, that it has, is his, I think it was his vision. This movie was his vision. Yeah, but it's a true story. Yeah. And so uh, the sacrifice that he did, he played the man. The man worked for the government and the government had decided not to fund that particular um, department anymore. So the man was so touched by saving these kids that he quit his job and ended up getting people to go alongside of him and finances and everything. And so there he was still sex saved sex trafficking and slavery. That's awesome. I I am going to go go see it soon. Yeah, I, I plan to see it. I ha I haven't seen it, but I do plan to see it. And and you know, one thing about about uh, a capitalist society is as long as this movie is wildly popular. I think it's a good thing to request it, but 
you will not need to request it. If it is the one drawing the crowds and making the money, they will open up the screens for us. That's it. right. That's the way they always do because they are there for a profit. And this is the movie that's turning a profit. So we say God bless the efforts of the Christian filmmakers and the industry for filmmaking. And I pray that more doors are open and, you know, that we absolutely. I, my understanding is that they're still seeing tremendous impact even from, and I haven't seen that one either, but the Jesus Revolution movie, they're still breaking baptisms happening in the rivers in California. They're, they're baptizing thousands and thousands of people that are being converted as they, uh, as they bear witness to uh, the salvation of Jesus, the salvation that Jesus Christ has made available. So we pray for, for all of the filmmakers, all of the, uh, whatever median of communication God gives to our artistic abilities, that whether it's singing, whether it's preaching, filmmaking, book writing, radio recording, uh, TV reporting, whatever it is God has given to the people of God, that the avenues are open, the ways are made, and that they are wildly successful in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And it kind of goes with what I'd like to talk about today, actually. Okay. So I'd like to talk about the the uh, blessings of God in the way that it's recorded in Joshua chapter three. So I'm going to read verses uh, one through probably one through five. I'll go down a few verses. And then the verse that I want to start talking about is in verse 15. But let me read this from the Amplified Translation. In Joshua 3, it says, Joshua rose early in the morning and they removed the Shittim and came to the Jordan, he and all the Israelites, and lodged there before passing over. After three days, the officers went through the camp, commanding the people, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God being borne by the Levitical priests, set out from where you are and follow it. Yet a space must be kept between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near it, that you may be able to see the ark and know the way you must go, for you have not passed this way before. And Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourselves. This is separate yourselves from a special for a special holy purpose, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And then in verse number 15 of the same chapter three, it mm -hmm. says, when those who bore the ark had come to the Jordan and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were in the brink of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of the harvest. Then the waters which came down from above stood and rose up in a heap far off at Adam, the city that is beside Zerathon, and those flowing down toward the Sea of Arabah, the salt Dead Sea, were wholly cut off, and the people passed over opposite Jericho. Amen. Amen. Dear God, we thank you for this word. We ask you to bless 
uh, our wisdom and understanding of it, that we might share with those who hear words of wisdom and knowledge and understanding, and that the hearer, oh God, would hear it and be blessed. We would be not only hearers, but doers of the word of God. We thank you for this word, and we bless your name in Jesus' name. In amen. Jesus' name, amen, amen. And from verse 15 is really, uh, I had read this, I think it was, I, I can't remember what day, but I know I texted you when I when I read this, it was either over the weekend or last week, but it talked about those who bore the ark had come to the Jordan River and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were in the brink of the water for the, this is the part, for the Jordan River overflows all of its banks throughout the time of harvest. And so I just really wanted to talk about overflow. When you, God is, there, there will always be, the Bible says in Genesis 1, there will always be, until the end of time, there will be seed time and harvest. That mm -hmm. is principle and a law of God that it was established from the beginning and will be there until the end, seed time and harvest. So if you don't like it, there's not a whole bunch you can do about it. It is cemented and settled and will be with us forever. And, and the thing about the harvest though, is that during, according to verse 15, during and throughout all of the harvest, the Jordan River overflows its banks. So I really wanted to talk about uh, taking that scripture and looking at it more prophetically, the overflow. During yeah. harvest, there is an overflow. There's not just a reaping, but there is an overflow. You know, the Bible says that uh, God comes, uh, Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He is the God of the overflow, the God of abundance, the God of more than enough. He does exceeding. He doesn't just do exceeding, but he does exceeding, yeah. abundant. He doesn't just do exceeding and abundant, above. but he does exceeding abundantly more and above all that you could ask, think, or even imagine. He's the God of of abundance and overflow. And that is what I, look, you may not be in that season today. That's okay. Because your season is coming. If you're not there, we're going to tell you how to get to that season, what you need to do to get into that season, how you need to prepare for that season. But just be very sure if you're not in that season and you do what he has told you to do, that there is coming a harvest where the uh, abundance of God's blessings will be in full overflow. So we're just talking about the overflow. Amen. Amen. And as you said before, you know, as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. So we can always know that that time is always going to be there. And as you had spoken before is that, you know, basically in order to get a harvest, you got to sow a seed. And therefore, when you do that and wait on it, believe in it, have faith in it, and, and surely, sure, that it's going to come. It's going to come your way. It's going to come my way. It's going to come your way. It's a promise. Amen. And, and you know what? You did say, God, God the things about, it's, it, he's so, he's so amazing. Because he does require you to sow, 
that you might reap. Or even if you don't sow, and we'll tell you about that, but even if somebody has to sow, some, even for salvation to reap the souls, uh, the souls of men, Jesus had to be that seed sown. He was that seed that was sown, that sacrificial seed that was sown, that the harvest might be reaped. We are the harvest. We, it, The Bible says, for the joy that was set before him, he mm -hmm. Uh, the cross despising the shame. We're that joy. We're the harvest uh, from the north, the south, the east, and the west coming back to the to, to God we, because he sowed a seed and now it's springing forth into eternal life because we are believing on him. But there has to be a seed that uh, that goes into the ground for the harvest to come forth. Generally, that will be you sowing that seed. The Bible says that God gives seed to the sower. So he doesn't just ask you to sow, but he gives you the seed you need to sow. In 2 Corinthians 9 and 10, God is the one who gives you the seed that you you might sow, but then you need to sow it accordingly by faith. There are, there are times though, you know, and, and you know, I don't know about you, but there, there are people who say, if I had it, I would give it. And they probably think they really mean it, but then they get tested. They do have it, but they don't give it. There's a time when you don't have it. And you say, if I had it, I would give it. If I had it, I would do it. And then when you do have it, uh, how, how do you feel then? Are your bowels of compassion shut up? Are your, are your hands clenched? Or do you say freely I have received and freely I will give? I do have it now. So when you do have it, and that's the thing, we may not be able to know and, do, and, and, and judge the heart, but God knows. Uh, the Bible says that the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. So God knows your heart. And when he gives you seed to sow, you there is that expectation and requirement that you sow that seed that you might be a participant in the harvest. So if you've got seed to sow and you don't sow it, it's just like you ever you ever see a stock that took off and you're like, man, if I had only invested in that stock. Girl, don't mention it. I mean, there's so many of them, right? But if you didn't invest, is it not true? If you didn't invest, you will not be reaping the benefits sure of that stock going, you know, crazy and wild. You have to have sown into it. You have to have invested into a thing. Your sowing is the investment that you make into the kingdom of God. And then God, uh, you know, the good thing about, about God is he promises a harvest. He says some 30, some 60, some 90, some 100 fold. You will reap a harvest if you sow. But you need to sow. And if you don't have seed to sow, the good thing about God, he gives you seed to sow. But yes. if you find yourself uh, without seed to sow, he is so merciful and so kind that God will even allow you to reap in fields where you did not sow. But yeah. only when you don't have seed to sow. If you had seed to sow and you didn't sow it, you're probably not going to be among the reapers. You're right. And you know what you're thinking about that that seed goes from generation to generation because the seed reproduces itself. And so sometimes it's that person that sowed that seed uh, before be, before you and now you're now reaping, you know, the harvest. Now you're reaping uh, at houses you did not build and land that you did not purpose uh, purchase because of that person before you that even, um, you know, 
laid up for a generation to come those things that they would that that they will prosper and and so sometimes it comes that seed has been given by someone before you maybe two or three generations before you that's now coming to you as a result of the promises of God and their faithfulness to believe God and that sowing now has produced a harvest for you and so therefore you take that and that you reproduce it again so that seed so that the others that, that come after you will have uh, that harvest as well and we need to think about that as well because even in the bible it talks about a man that does not lay up a treasure or an inheritance for his family is worse than i think he said an infidel uh so that seed that is sown can reproduce in many many different ways amen and you know sometimes like i said you may not have uh, you may find yourself in a space where you don't have seed to sow but it is still a faith walk. Everything we do in God Everything is a, faith is a walk. walk of faith. In, yes, in Ruth uh, chapter two, you know, when they had depleted all their resources and, and really didn't have anything, they didn't, they didn't even have bare necessities, but God put it upon the king's heart to tell his men, just leave handfuls on purpose. God that's will favor. let you, that's favor. God will let you reap in fields where you didn't sow when you're walking in faith but that's because you did so this is oh i hear this in my spirit even now lj renee so so your faith i said god lets you reap when you didn't sow let me let me just reword that you always sow sometimes you sow with the seed he gives you and sometimes you sow with the faith you have but you always sow. so ruth was sowing in faith you're going to get up and you're going to walk behind uh, the, the reapers and, and you're just going to trust that they going to, that there's going to be something that's going to fall by the wayside. You're, that's like the woman with the issue of blood. Look, or not the woman with the issue of blood, but that was faith. But that's like the woman who said she just needed her daughter healed. And he said, look, I can't give the children's bread to dogs. And she said, listen, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the come table. On, come on, so, come on. so here's Ruth. You, you call me your, your great Dane, your chihuahua, your, your pit bull, but give me some of the crumbs because if the bread is blessed, the crumbs are blessed. So Ruth says, I'm just going to walk behind and who knows, there might be some crumbs that fall, a little bit that fall. And, and it wasn't going to be just crumbs because God gave favor, like you said, and he said, leave handfuls on purpose. So you, you might not have the natural seed to sow, but if you're walking in faith, your faith becomes the seed that you sow. And Amen. all the same, you're going to reap a harvest. Yes, right. And you know what? I'm going to go even go back on when we talk about Ruth before she even, you know, with Boaz, when he said, you know, leave the corners for her that she may be able to, you know, uh, harvest it, you know, for her. But it was... Uh, Naomi that gave Ruth the instructions and it's like when we hear God speak when we have faith to believe we might not see the whole picture but whatever he tells you to do not only you know with Ruth not only was she fed but not only that she also went another step higher she also got a husband out of that That's so amazing. you know so you know when when you sow when you follow the instructions, when you have faith, um, 
God is going to provide. That's that favor going to follow. But even the more, he said, I will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask the thing, according to the power that worketh in you. So, you know, he, and he also said he would do exceedingly abundantly above all. So those are the things, those things that you didn't even think of, but because you follow the instructions, God provided. Not only did he provide, but he gave you the, you know, the desires of your heart, or he did well beyond what you even asked or even thought could possibly happen when you Amen. when you are obedient to God. And, and the sowing, you will always sow. Sometimes with your natural seed that he provides, God gives seed to the sower. And sometimes with the faith, even the faith, God provides. He said That's he right. gave to every man a measure of faith. So whether you're sowing the natural seed, God gives seed to the sower, or whether you're sowing seeds of faith, God gives every man a measure of faith, you will sow. And just as sure as the Bible is the word of God, he said, you will reap what you sow. So if you sow seeds, oh my God, if you sow seeds according to what he has given you, you will reap harvest according to what he has promised you. If you sow seeds of faith according to your confidence in the word of God, you will reap blessings, oh God, and harvest of blessings according to the word of God. Remember Esther? Yeah. So when you said that, you know, Naomi gave instruction to Ruth, I mean, that's a faith walk because she didn't hear the word of God to go do it, but someone gave her the instruction. Faith, faith just means I'm going, I'm going to believe to see the goodness of God. And so Esther, you remember her cousin said, listen, you can keep silent if you want to, but you're going to suffer the same thing we all suffer. Mm -hmm. But who knows? What, what, what if just by chance, you know, you have come into the kingdom for such a time as th this might be your purpose and this might be your calling. So how about you take up a, a faith walk and see if God won't do what you need him to do. Walk by faith and trust and believe that God will provide. And I just, I just love it because he doesn't just provide barely enough. He's the God of abundance, as you said. He gives exceeding abundantly above I mean, there's three three humongous adjectives exceeding abundantly and above all that you ask, think, or even imagine. He is the God of more than enough. So when you sow, and the Bible says in that scripture we read in Joshua 3, 15, that for the whole time of the harvest, the banks of the Jordan overflowed. So not just on Monday, not just on Tuesday. It wasn't just like when the man was at the pool and and he needed someone to yeah. put why the waters were troubled he said for the whole time of the harvest the banks of the jordan overflowed there is an abundance of blessings of god when you are in the harvest that god has prepared for you amen you know and i'm just reading from proverbs 3 and uh you know that's where he says lean not to your own understanding you know trust in god and uh with your whole heart and that he will um, that he will lead and guide you, basically. That's what he's saying. But further down, this is the result of you leaning not to your own understanding, but trusting God. And it says this, and this is where, you know, giving of your tithes, some say your tithes, your offering, or however. It says this, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labor 
and with the first fruit of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. Amen. And you know, LJ Renee, I don't know, you. we didn't talk about this. And so you may feel differently than me, but I just believe even when we get up in the morning, we've been praying early in the morning for forever, for years. <laughs> I believe that we are offering God the first fruit of our day. And I believe yes. because we yes. offer God, this is not just all about if you if you guys are hearing that this is about money it's not money is a part of it financials are a part of it but this is about the life we live in christ this is about giving about god honoring god fruit, honoring yes. god with the first fruit of all that you have yes. uh so so when we give god the first part of our day when we when we meet him early david said early will i seek your face when we meet him early i just believe at least in my life it happens that he prepares me for the balance of my day that he makes things right that he said listen doesn't mean that he changes every circumstance but he prepares me to handle every circumstance through christ yes. so i i just believe it i believe i'm sowing into my future when I meet him early in the morning, I'm preparing myself for what comes forth in that day. I don't know what that day will hold, but I am meeting the one who holds the balance of the day in his hands. And I believe because I sacrifice and meet him, I could turn over and keep on sleeping. I could, I, and sometimes, you know, we, we do, we want to, uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and when we think we might, I call you, you call me, we get each other awake. <laughs> But, but, but because because there is there is a blessing in sacrificing even if it's your time if it's your resources if it's your gifts whatever it is god has given to you give back to him what he has given to you and he will bless you in abundance it's all about faith it's all about a faith walk in christ jesus and 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 you know the first five verses that i read in that joshua 3 I, I just want to mention this because some people say, well, I don't know about that. Listen, if if you go back to what we read in the first five verses, he said that you're going to go away or you're going to experience a thing and travel a, a path that you have never traveled before. Come so on. This might sound new to you, but just because it sounds new to you, it ain't new. And just because it sounds new to you doesn't mean it isn't God's word. We just read it out of his word. So just because you've never gone this way before, don't discount that this is the will of God, the blessing of God and the way of God. You may have never passed this way before, but trust and believe that this is the will and the way of God. And you know what? He, he's not a man that he should lie, though the son of man that he shall repent. If he said he's going to do it, if he spoke it, he's going to watch over his word to perform it. So when he told them to follow the Ark of the Covenant, and he said, because you haven't been this way before, we have to keep our eyes on him and to know. He never tells you to do something where on the other side there's not a blessing, where there's not an overflow. You might not be able to see it right now. That's why he said, you know, you have not gone this way before. And he also know that in us, we get scared. He also know that we, if it was, you know, we would cut, cut tail and run, but he's encouraging, encouraging us. Listen, you haven't and gone the, this way number before. One thing Keep that your tells, eyes upon me. And the number one thing that he admonishes throughout all scripture is fear not. 
It's the fear not. That's exactly it, the fear not. He said, because I'm going to be with you. And I was reading in the scriptures today uh, when I was doing a, a study and it, it was like, it was not light, but he was saying that, um, that I'm going to be with you and your enemy, my, he says, my, your enemy is going to be my enemy. And he says, and I'm going to go before you and I'm going to be your rear guard. I'm going to surround you with my loving kindness. You know, he speaks those words to you as, as Joshua, as he told Joshua, he says, fear not, be of good courage. Have not I commanded you to be strong in the Lord? You know, he's encouraging them. And I believe because the fact is in our human uh, natural self, we have the propensity to want to know where you taking us, mm. where are we going? I don't know if I want to go unless you show me a sign. But where he's trying to take us is a place where it's only obtained by faith. And my that's faith. I really like Hebrews 11. I read it often, especially in the Passion Translation, because it brings it home. It tells you what happens when you walk by faith. And not only that, it gives you, it gives you the example of those who did walk in faith and how God moved on their behalf. And so, you know, even thinking about this whole thing, God is taking us to places where we have not been before. Amen. But to know that there is a harvest, you know, even, even while I told you about uh, the word the Lord spoke to me, and I really believe that, listen, there's going to be an outpouring. Even you had said it even at the beginning of this, that the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to be such a huge harvest, a huge outpouring that when God tells you to do something, it may not be the way that you think. We oftentimes think the person has to come into the church in order to be saved. But God has a way of sending you out or putting Absolutely. you in places where you have never been before, doing things that you've never done before. It's just like with Peter, when he was getting ready to come in from the sea, they had been fishing all night long and they hadn't caught a thing. But Jesus said, Lord, put the put the net on the other side. And he said, Lord, he said, I've been out, we've been out all night and we ain't caught a thing. He said, but at your word, mm. I'll do it. And at when they tossed that net on one side, they had to call the other people to come get the net because help them bring in that harvest of fish. But you, but you know what's so special about that? He could have just gave them the fish, but he needed them to take at, it. at his word. That's you right. have to put action to faith. You have to put action to your faith. Faith without works is dead. If I believe God, I should get up from where I am and do what he said. And that's why in verse three of Joshua three, it said, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God being born by the Levitical priest, the ark of the covenant represents the presence of God. When mm. you see the ark of the covenant, he said, set out from where you are and follow it. When you hear the word of God, when you see the presence of God, you need to go where, look, Lord, uh, where you lead me, I will follow. That's what the song said. I'll go with you all the way. When you know that God is leading you, when you hear the voice of God calling you, you've got to say, yes, Lord, and you've got to follow him. When you see him, you got to go where he goes. When he speaks, you got to say yes and amen. Yes, Lord. And, and when you do, when you put faith, when you put actions to faith, 
you will see results. Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. And when mm. Jesus said, come, he heard the word. He heard the word and he acted upon it. He stepped out of the boat. Listen, I know he began to sing, but I choose to concentrate on the fact that he is the only one that stepped out of the boat. And for whatever time it was, he was walking on the water, doing what no man other than Jesus Christ himself had done according to scripture. And so the act of his obedience that he did by faith allowed him to see miracles in his life that nobody else had ever saw. Now, when he got mm. his eyes off the Lord and began to concentrate and let the, let the boisterous wind, you know, distract him, then his results were not so favorable. That's why the Bible says when we don't know what to do, our eyes are upon That's you, right. God. That's if you keep your eyes on him and you follow him, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, which is the presence of God. When you see the Ark of the Covenant, set out from where you are and follow it. Lord, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are upon you. Where you lead me, I will follow. And when I do, I just believe that you will experience an overflow during the entire season of your harvest. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Man, that is something that I just had to pause, like a C-Law moment. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It, I mean, it, it is so, it is so God, right? It, it, it takes faith. All And faith is not easy. Listen, mm. faith is not easy. So I don't want to make, I don't want to, I don't want to make this sound like it's easy. Faith is not easy. But Twyla, I but it's worth it. it. it says, faith is not easy. But faith make it possible. But faith yeah. makes it possible, right? Girl. Faith it's makes faith. it possible. Yes, the challenges you meet by you know, faith is not easy, but it makes it possible. Now faith is now faith. Amen. It's 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 all of listen. This is all a faith walk. It's all a faith journey. Faith is the evidence of things not seen, meaning that my faith is proof of what is in the unseen is going to come into the scene. But don't you, don't, don't, I just even love the way mm. that he words that. Because when you think evidence, you think proof. And when I think proof, I think something tangible, visible, you know, I either can see it or touch it or prove it. But, but in the God's economy, you prove it by what you don't see. He just takes everything and flips it upside down. You take the foolish things to confound the wise. I, I mean, I love it. He says, no, no, faith is the substance of things not seen. Well, if I don't see it, there oh, is boy. no substance. There is yeah. no substance. No, no, no. Faith is the substance of things not seen. I can't explain it. The economy. Even, I know, I know, I know. The economy I know. of God like, is. Is so yes. is so contrary or, or so contradictive to the economy of man. He said one will chase a thousand, two will put ten thousand to flight. The economy of God it doesn't add up with the when you look at it from the wisdom of men, but it is the right way. That's why we want the wisdom of God and we walk by faith Amen. and not by sight. And I, I tell you, just to to hear those words, it just I don't know about you all who are listening to this. 
but my 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 heart is so lifted up um my the revelation of the overflow the faith and believing god is just what brings about an expectation even of the things that the lord has spoken to you Lord, you know because you have written it that you're you wrote it down but god is going to provide that which he said he was going to provide and not only is he going to provide it but it's going to be it's going to be exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think because you, you know, stood in faith and lj renee I, I would ask if you would pray over this word that we all would walk by faith that we would put fear and doubt un, and unbelief under our feet and here's the here's what i want to leave us with uh, just, it's just more icing on top of it. So we talked about verse 15. We talked about verse three, uh, but, but here's, here's the part that I want to, we stopped at when we were reading from the beginning, we went from verse one to five and then jumped to 15 verse five. And this is what I want to leave you with before LJ Renee prays. The Bible says in verse five, and Joshua said to the people, sanctify yourselves that is separate yourselves for the special holy purpose listen and this is the prophetic word to you it's right out of the scripture for tomorrow and you decree it over yourself decree it when you pray for tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you mm. yes 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 father in the name of jesus we thank you for all that you have done, the words that have been spoken upon this line. We thank you for the hearers, dear Father, who are listening to this broadcast and that this word, God, will carry them, God, throughout their day, throughout their season, that, Father, they will stand with a great expectation of the harvest, the overflow in the name of Jesus, because, God, they have encouraged in, they're being encouraged in their faith to believe you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, as we believe, as we stand and move forward according to your word, God, according to your leadership, Father, according to your presence, Father, that God, as you spoke to Israel, that you would show them magnificent, wonderful, wondrous things that they have not seen. God, we are in a day, oh God, where we want to see, have to see, need to see a great move of your uh, hand in, in, in our lives, God, and in your Father God, our country. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as we stand believing you, God, as we planted the seed of faith in the name of Jesus Christ, that we will see a great harvest of souls and we will see a great ha uh, harvest, dear Father, of those uh, promises that you have made in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, Father, we thank you and we bless you. Lord, we bind every diabolical spirit that will try to put an obstacle or hindrance in the way of belief, God, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We right now declare and decree that God, that you will go before us, oh God, and that you will be our rear God, and that God, that you will stand against our enemies, that we may stand still and see, oh God, the salvation of the Lord the harvest, the overflowing. And so, Father, right now, we just thank you, Father, for you have been so good 
Father, we thank you for forgiving us of our sins and cleansing us from all our unrighteousness, Father, in the name of Jesus. We honor you, we praise you, and we stand in great expectation. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. <laughs>